Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And it is time, I will say, for us. However, this is going to be kind of weird. This is the first time in six and a half, seven years that I've actually done this almost alone. Jeff is at the PGA Merchandise Show, and he's down there working. Uh, at least that's his story. He's sticking to it. But the PGA Merchandise Show, you know, when you're being one of the top 100 golf instructors in the country, they tend to take a little bit of advantage of that. Uh, golf Magazine's got him doing some presentations. He's got some some uh, teaching some teachers to teach is basically what he's doing and he's doing it quite well and uh, and then of course while he's down there he hangs out with his buddies and he goes and he visits all of the stuff and he looks for tools that will help him become a better teacher so he'll have a bunch of gadgets and or gizmos when he comes back from the PGA Merchandise Show next week and he will be regaling us with stories and uh, explaining what the stuff is and how it's going to help. In the interim, I'm here in the studio and have found a woman from Atlanta who is so interesting to talk to. Her name is Dr. Greta Anderson. She is a former tennis instructor who fell in love with the game of golf and, uh, as, as is a normal overachiever, has decided that she was not just going to play golf, but she was going to become a professional and teach golf. She has accomplished that uh, at, the, at the tender age of, I believe, she won't mind me saying, because she admits uh, to being in her mid-30s. Dr. Greta Anderson has a mission. Her mission is to bring more women into the fold of golfers. It is, and you want to break it down, the 78% male, 22% female is the demographic breakdown of, of golfers. And she wants not only more, more women, but more women of color. And um, just making the game accessible to more people who may or may not feel welcomed as the game is set up now. Uh, you you will um, you will have to admit, and we discuss that there are some golf courses out there that are not very welcoming. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, if you've never been there before, you get the feeling that you really don't belong. She's coming up, Dr. Greta Anderson. We're both weekend golf guys. Hang out. We'll be right back. The great Arnold Palmer once said, Golf is deceptively simple and endlessly complicated. This quote applies to investing, too. It sounds easy, right? Invest your money and watch it grow. But 90% of the people lose money in the stock market. You can't control the markets, but you can control your risk. So how do billionaire investors control their risk? They diversify their portfolios with alternative assets like blue-chip art. In fact, many billionaires allocate 10 to 30% of their entire portfolios to art. The simple fact is that blue-chip art prices outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1995 to 2020. That's why I was so excited when I found Masterworks. This alternative investing platform lets you invest in paintings by legends like Andy Warhol, Monet, and Picasso without spending millions. Over 300,000 people have signed up, and if you want priority access to their newest paintings, you need to log on to masterworks.art weekend. See important disclosures at masterworks.io disclosures. 
course, you know, golf season is back. And now is the time to add even more excitement to the PGA season. You can do it by starting a pool on runyourpool.com and put your golf knowledge to the test. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to play alongside your friends, family, office mates, your regular weekend foursome, guys at the club, whoever. Make every week more exciting, whether it's the Masters or the Corrales Punta Cana. You're looking for a season-long or weekly contest? Well, we got it. From fantasy golf pools to one-and-done pools, major pools, and more, there's a contest there for everyone. Now, Run Your Pool lets you run your games your own way, and every pool has a variety of settings to choose from to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your company, your local business, your bar, your golf club, whatever. There's one local pub that's been hosting a custom pool for 20 years. Join the thousands of golf fans already making each week of the PGA season more exciting by starting a pool today. Head to runyourpool.com slash TWGG and use the code TWGG to get $10 credit toward your first pool. That's runyourpool.com slash TWGG. That's for those weekend golf guys. Check them out today. And join us in our free contest for a chance to win. Head to runyourpool.com slash TWGG to join. And use podcasts to get $10 credit towards starting your first pool. That's runyourpool.com slash TWGG. We will see you on the leaderboard. Do you want to thank y'all for hanging out and coming back? We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. As we mentioned, Jeff Smith is at the PGA show. He's the one guy that gets to go. And uh, he has to work, though. He doesn't get to sit out there. But it's cold in Orlando this week, too. So I'm, I'm not missing out on much of anything. But I want to welcome in our guest, Dr. Greta Greta. Where are you from, John? New England? Dr. Greta Anderson. Hello. Hello, John. Nice to be here. Dr. Greta, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing Good. great. Good. You know, Jeff and I have often said mm-hmm. that golf has a reputation of being a game played by old white guys in funny pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you are you are neither old nor white nor a guy. <laughs> that is true. All, all three counts. I am not. And, and you're sitting uh, down, so I have no idea what kind of pants you're wearing. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, but take my word for it. Oh, for three on those. But yeah, okay. but but I'm but I'm in golf and I love golf. How, how do we? How, how do we uh, proselytize, missionary, preach? I mean, how, how do we get the word out that this is not the this is not what the game is? Well, I think it's a couple things, John. I think one of the big things which I try to do every day is. Um, where we are right now in this sport is that we do need um, people like me to to give that testimony that golf is fun and, and, and you belong in it. And I am mm-hmm. very overt um, when I'm teaching, when I'm talking to anyone about it. I let them know that everyone belongs in golf. It is super fun. It it fits for everyone. And I think one of the most beautiful things about golf is that it it if as I like to say, if you if you can breathe, you can play golf. you may not be the greatest you may not be ready for augusta in a few months but you can play and you can enjoy it and you can realize all the benefits that golf brings to us those who love it know so well so i think really it's it's you know when you when you know it you can be it and i try to to uh be there so that people can see it and believe it I've, I've, I've perused your website. Do you do you specialize or are you teaching women exclusively? No, I teach everyone. I mean, okay. I actually have quite a cadre of of gentlemen, um, but 
Um, what I realize is that because of some of the things and the way golf has been portrayed, and to an extent has been, but it's still kind of portrayed, is that oftentimes women need the overt invitation. Mm -hmm. And so that is really why my website is designed as such. I wish in all in a perfect world, I could have the overt invitation to gentlemen and juniors and everyone, but it would be confusing. But yes. I know that with women, the overt invitation is so needed. So I decided that that's where I would, would place the emphasis on my um, my collateral, if you will. And I also know one of the things you do is is group lessons. Yes. And women feel more comfortable that way, don't they? Women yeah. are. Yes. And not all, but many. And so yeah. it's, I think it's a couple things there. Um Women, generally speaking, are a bit more comfortable exposing their vulnerabilities, what they don't know in a mm -hmm. learning environment where the gentlemen come. I mean, I've been teaching quite a while and I've taught a lot of group sessions. <laughs> you know, you I teach mixed sessions, but you won't have six men sitting there swinging and missing like that, that's not going to happen. Not together. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's OK. We know that our learning styles, generally speaking, can differ. And so I honor and respect that. But ladies do like the group because the groups also give them permission to begin exploring golf. Maybe their buddies and girlfriends don't play golf, but they've had an interest in the sport. It gives them an opportunity to come in, create and build community. By the time, you know, ladies start in a group and they come and they don't know anyone. By the end of that session, you know, of course, everyone's exchanged numbers. They're texting. They have their own golf foursome or two foursomes by the right. time the class is over. And I really yeah. encourage that because we know that we play more golf when we have great golf buddies. Yes, indeed. I mean, it's, it's one of the excuses for playing golf. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and one of the benefits of playing golf. Exactly. So really, you, you can show up, you can show up alone to a golf course and leave with friends. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, you know, some of them, you know, they're kind of a little skittish in the beginning, but once they see that, you know, again, they kind of fall in love with it. And that's really, um, if you ask me, you know, particularly when it comes to, you know, beginning and early stage golfers, I, I say that my job is to help those people fall in love with the game of golf. That's, that's, that is my mission when I start and, you know, start a course or a program. Right. I want everyone to fall in love with golf. And you approach it with an evangelical fervor. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, indeed. Right. And it's not an act. I mean, I just lo love it. And people go like, man, you like really love this sport. And I do because it just, it can do so many things for us. And as a golfer, you well know that. And yeah. again, because many people have not seen that, I know that I have to help them see that. And I'm okay with that. Even if it means me being a little bit goofy or corny, that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get involved in the game? I started playing golf very casually with my dad when I was a little mm -hmm. girl. I, I mean, I've played sports and been a jock my entire life, but my dad played golf, you know, from basically from the time I was a small girl. And I am to this day, I'm a daddy's girl, but okay. I knew and I figured out that, you know, when I was younger, of course, he had a career and a family. He was a busy guy. But that time, if you could kind of the, the best way to etch out some solo time was to hang out with dad when he was hitting golf balls or that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of, you know, I would I would do that. And oftentimes I would go if he was going to practice or even play. And I wasn't at all engaged in, you know, hitting balls or playing. But one day I literally was like, can I hit some balls? And he was like, sure. And, you yeah. know, he gave me a few. And and I think I might have pulled out like a four iron or something. Of course, it was as tall as I was. And he's right. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he gave me like an eight iron. It might have been a wedge or something like his pitching wedge or something like that. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, I'm a natural lefty and my father is as well, but he plays golf right-handed. And so it was a right-handed club, but I've played tennis since I was a very small girl and I'm old enough that I've started with a wood racket that was as heavy as I was, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) two hands on both sides. So I kind of just looked and figured it out and I hit a shot and cause it was just a backhand, yeah. you know, on a different plane. And I remember my, you know, my dad's kind of looking like, Whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> and so he said, do it again. And I did. And he said, let's freeze. And so I did, I went through instruction and some different things and I enjoyed it. However, of course, and I can say this in retrospect as, as, as an adult. Now, the reason I didn't choose golf over tennis was that there was no community. There weren't other little kids or little girls that looked like me. When mm-hmm. I went to some of the events, it, you know, frankly, it was a bunch of, I'm sure there were nice little guys, but white little, white boys looking at me like, what are you doing here? Not in a mm-hmm. bad way, like you don't belong here. I just had a community of tennis where it was just much more fun. It was already welcoming. And so one of the things that, you know, now I don't, I want the next Greta's to have a tougher choice because yeah. of the yeah. Yeah. yeah ten- tennis is, though, a a, a a very friendly uh, companion to playing golf. It absolutely is. And lots of people, when the knees and the hips start giving out, <laughs> <laughs> they come on over to tennis. But you're exactly right. They're very they're very much companions. There are a lot of people that do both. Yeah. And and the the talents. um are the same and and mm-hmm. basically one can help you with the with what you need to do the other well exactly one and the coordination the whole thing yeah, yeah tennis players typically come to golf and a lot of the fundamental aspects of of ball striking and and whatnot that we need to explain they already understand they understand yeah. spin they understand height trajectory you know all of these things right. footwork Pressure, rotation, we do all of those things in a tennis stroke as well. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Nelly, Nelly Corda and her sister, who are both at the top of the LPGA rankings, their dad was a professional tennis player. And their brother, player. and their brother is, I think Kinda. their brother, younger brother, he's what in the top 20 in the world right now, Sebastian. Yeah. 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 So it's it's there is an affinity absolutely for, for the two right there. Absolutely. Um, in fact, Jeff recommends um to to his students that that they don't concentrate on just golf this early in life when he touches with juniors. And he will say, you know, take up tennis too. Mm -hmm. It's a great companion. You'll, you know, share talents and um, it'll help you both games. Development of athleticism. Yes. Is very helpful. Yes. Exactly. We're uh, our, our guest is, is Dr. Greta Anderson. Dr. Greta golf is her website. Check it out. We've got uh, some more conversations, and uh, we're coming right back. We are those weekend golf guys, and we do encourage you to hang out with us. Don't go away. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. 
You've heard all the stories about all these people making ridiculous money from crypto. Did you know that it is easy for you to do the same? I'm, I'm a stock market guy, and beyond Bitcoin, which I've heard of, I don't know from crypto. But I found someone with a history of success who anyone can copy. The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the cryptocurrencies that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds. So you can just copy them. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or even how to invest. You just simply copy what James does. He runs the Crypto with James. James YouTube channel. They have over 15,000 subscribers. And since March of 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put a hundred bucks into each one, it would now be worth over $66,000. And this is all public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and you can verify it for yourself. Head over to copymycrypto.com slash golf guys. Our listeners can join for just a buck and you won't find this offer anywhere else. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash golf guys. It is us. We're back this weekend, golf guys. I'm John Ashton, Jeff Smith, down at the PGA Merchandise Show, showing off his talents and his abilities and wowing and amazing all of his compatriots. Our guest, Dr. Greta Anderson, who can wow and amaze you too on the, on the golf course you want to go out. When, when, Dr. Greta, did you decide to become a teacher and not just enjoy the game? Sure. I decided to become a teacher right about in my mid thirties. Okay. After business ownership, um, a bunch of different things, but I have always enjoyed sharing my love of sport. I taught Mm -hmm. tennis for decades. And so one of the things that I, that I realized is that I have rather when it comes to coaching and that type of thing, after years of training and all that stuff, I have pretty thick skin. But I was surprised very candidly at some of the less than encouraging um, energy, if you will, that I received as I looked for a new coach. Hmm. And so fortunately, I ran into an amazing coach. And, you know, when I said, hey, my intention is to become, you know, take my game on up and become a professional. She didn't flinch. She just said, we've got work to do and let's get to work. Cool. But I mean, I literally had a couple of people laugh in my laugh. <laughs> you know, some things. And and through that experience, I realized, well, now I have pretty thick skin, you know, when it comes to most things, particularly sports, I don't care if you believe that I'm going to achieve it. I'm just going to do it. I, I'm, that's just kind of how I am. But I know that many people are not that way. Yeah, I don't need your approval to do right. it. Correct. Yeah. And so I was thinking like, well, geez, if I'm running into this kind of, you know, if you will, resistance or less than um, ideal levels of encouragement. What is someone who's kind of waiting in, who may not have that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of sports constitution, if you will, what, are, how are they feeling? This is how people get turned off from the sport. So mm-hmm. I said, Hey, you know, why not, why not me? Yeah. You know, I'm, and so I love it. I do. Um, I'm been known to be highly competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a euphemism for you. (laughs) Once in a while, once in a while. But I find it so interesting um, that most of that competitive nature is now, I live vicariously through my students. Like, I don't say I could care less of, you know, like in competing with, you know, with with my colleagues, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not the case. I do enjoy it. But, you know, I have sweaty palms on on the weekends when I have, you know, clients playing in the, you know, in the, the club championship or, or, my juniors playing, you know, in the, you know, the state championship, that is when I'm like a nervous wreck. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I find that 
um, taking that energy and helping other people to, again, enjoy the game, know what the game can do for them is just awesome. And so really that's kind of, who knew that's how I was going to end up in golf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's great because the game can not only teach, I mean, and you even have this on your website, it's basically a metaphor for life. Absolutely. And you, you can learn so much about other people simply by playing golf with them. It's the best interview ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in fact, we used to counsel people that if, if, if you're looking to, to form a relationship with someone, play golf with them and you will learn everything about them in four hours that you need to know. That's right. Because in a round of golf, we're all going to experience some highs and lows. And so it's, it's, as I like to say, um, you know, during, you know, my sessions with, with, uh, with clients, is that golf? Golf is character revealing. Yes. Whether yeah, you want it to be or not, it yeah. is character revealing. Yes, it is. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's such a great business tool, also. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you can you can know immediately whether or not you want to do business with somebody, right? right. Um, because of how they act and who they are. Right. You go like, okay, yeah. so that's how we act when something doesn't go our way, that's or. Right. Right. So you didn't think that anyone was watching, so it was okay to drop that ball from the pocket. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I counted seven shots, but I'll write down that five right. if you I'll insist. write down that five <laughs> if you say so, even though we saw you put it in the water twice. Five <laughs> you. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's character revealing. And so that is a that's a real attribute. And and I just love it so much a metaphor for life. For let's just say, for example, we've all been there. We hit the great tee shot, right? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. TV ready. And then that next shot, you know, let's just, you know, who knows, par five or whatever. We mm-hmm. hit the next one, we shank it. It's a nightmare. We can't find it. Yeah. I can choose to, you know, kind of suck that up and move onward. I can let that ruin the hole. I can let that ruin the front nine. I can let it ruin the round. All of those are choices that I have to make. I get right. to make a decision on how risky I am or choose to be in terms of my recovery how conservative I want to be. It's life, right? I get to make those choices. You can decide that something that happened 10 years ago is going to, you know, determine the trajectory of your entire life, or you can choose otherwise. Yeah. And move on. And move on. Yes. One of the things that that, um, Jeff counseled me on, we we played golf together when we first started this show. Yeah. And and I was not very good when he and I first met. And I, I hit a, a, a really nice drive. It went 300 yards, 200 out and 100 to the right. Oh. And it was, it was yeah, in, in, a, in a crop of trees. And we were riding in the cart together, and I went in there, and, and actually it was beyond the trees. It was in the parallel fairway. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there scoping out how wide the openings were with the trees. And Jeff was very calm sitting here. He goes, John, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I got to get the ball back. He says, he said, I'm a rules official too. I can assure you there's nowhere in the rules book. that says you have to play the fairway for the hole you're on. Right. So you have a wide open shot over here. Take it. And then going over. Yeah. That's right. He said, I know you, you can get it past these trees and then get to the green. So you're not going to get there in two big deal. Which is the power one of understanding the game Knowing exactly. the rules, which is what I'm, I believe that, you know, everyone's not going to hit, be able to hit the ball super high, fast and far. 
No problem. But the power in knowing the game, knowing the rules allows you to um, more fully maximize your skills Mm -hmm. and your abilities. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's handicapped allows people of differing skill levels to play together and have fun and enjoy it. Which happens in no other sport, because I tell you, on the other side of that net, you know, Nellie, you know, I should say Nellie Court, let's just say Roger Federer, if uh-huh. he hits the serve, chances are good that I'm not returning. <laughs> We're seeing it. <laughs> there you go. Unless I'm watching on the replay back in my hotel room or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to see it. Exactly. So, but here, right, we know I could be playing alongside Nellie Corda. Yeah. And, you know, you know, theoretically, you know, we're, 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 we're going to, this is, pre- we're starting at a, a equal footing. Yes. And so, you know, again, it's one of those things that is just makes our sport so durable, so um, enamoring. You yeah. know, I can go on and on with the adjectives. That's why I just think it's the perfect sport. And, and when the people understand that, and it takes more people like you, Dr. Greta, to, to get the message out, I think, that, that the game is not as exclusive as right. people have made it look. Right. Um, yeah. But that's that's a problem of, of people in the golf business, uh, especially with women. Golf courses themselves are not welcoming to women. Well, we could talk for a while about some of my issues with things that it's just not fair. I'll use mm-hmm. I'll use my uh, my parents as an example. Both of my parents are avid golfers. Mm-hmm. Great playing great golf. And I'm very proud of and happy that they are. But I remember I can't recall. We might have been traveling, but we were somewhere. And my mother said, well, this just isn't fair, Greta. And I said, well, what's going on, Mom? And she said, well, your dad gets to choose. He's got all of these tea boxes that he can choose from. I mean, you know, they've been married for 50, 56 years. So, you know, there was a time when he was playing from the tips and he's worked his way on up. And she's like, I don't have anywhere to go. The course is getting longer and longer for me. Mm -hmm. And I said, gracefully also. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, fortunately, she's in great health and she's, you know, still plays in her league. She's like in three or four leagues, plays all the time. Mm-hmm. But as you know, we know life happens as people, you know, age and they're maybe not as able to hit the ball as far. You know, they mm-hmm. don't I mean I have that endurance for the ladies. The course is just getting more and more challenging. Mm-hmm. If you're still playing. If you're playing from, you know, if your daughter is a is a mid handicap amateur, and you and she's your daughter. She's 25, 30 years younger than you or more. And you all are playing from the same teeth. <laughs> because it's really the only choice. Yeah. yeah. You know, those little things that, you know, we tend not to, you know, and, and I've been, I won't say it's not malicious, but I believe that when we know better, we do better. Dr. Maya Angelou always tells us, told mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. we know better. So let's do better. Cool. Invite those things to. We know that for the juniors, we know we have junior tees. Yeah. Right. We can't expect that, you know, seven year old to tee it off. Well, not all of them, you know, <laughs> 230 yards. Yeah. So we, so we make the game more fun in the middle. I have to just think if we, if we are a bit more overt in saying it's okay, don't get so wrapped up and hung up and, you know, being in regulation, GI or all of these things like, look, Right now, they're focused on making good, solid contact. Why are you worried about par? Yeah, don't worry about Just have fun. Worry just about having fun. fun. Just worry about having fun. 
That's right. right. Don't don't count. In fact, we we counsel people don't even count the shots. Yeah, right. You know, just, right. I mean, just go and and have right. a good time. Which goes back to what I emphasize is we want to understand very thoroughly. We want to understand pace of play and those important cues so that you don't have to worry so much about. You're not going to be worried about scoring, but you understand. You right. need to pay attention to the people in front of you. So yeah. if you keep things moving, okay, yeah. you see them kind of turning the in. It's time to pick up and let's keep it moving. That's but it. I encourage people to not worry so much about the scoring because then they can enjoy and experience all the phases of the game, right? You know, we know beginner golfers, if they're worried about scoring and they're trying to get on the green, by the time they get there, they're rushing oftentimes they don't even have a chance to experience or work on their short game yeah. on the course. Yeah. So just relax, enjoy it, have fun. What it's, you know, as I always say, if you're, if you're paying money to play golf, relax and have fun. That's it. Got some more with Dr. Greta Anderson from Dr. Greta Golf when we come right back. We're all this weekend golf guys. Hang out. Golf trip in the works? Think French Lick. French Lick Resort is the Midwest's favorite destination for golf getaway. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one in two in Indiana for 11 straight years. Once your rounds are done, hit the casino and play a little more. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started. Two amazing courses, one great destination you gotta play. FrenchLick.com. Must be 21 to enter the casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT or text I-N-G-A-M-B to 53342. You know, just a few minutes ago, I was looking through some of my emails, and I, I get the same scams everybody else does. I, I think I've I've been uh, awarded close to about $27.3 million from African princes and today alone. I mean, those emails are just glaring. It's like, scam, scam, scam. There are other emails, though, that look legitimate, but then you kind of go... Really? How about you? Are you worried about uh, identity theft or getting scammed online? You think twice before you click a link, an ad, or an email? Well, I've got something for you. It's called a Guardio. With Guardio, you can forget about the scams, the hackers, the malware, the phishing, the identity theft. Guardio offers real-time protection that will keep you safe from online threats. You run a free security scan in a few clicks, and you see what threats are already on your browser. It's truly affordable, and it's crucial protection. And our listeners get 20% off premium protection from our sponsor, Guardio. Just go to guard.io slash golfguys. And it is us very interesting conversations with Dr. Greta Anderson, Dr. Greta Golf. Uh, a little shameless self-promotion before we forget and get too involved in the conversation. How do people find you? You can find me on my website, Dr. Greta Golf, D-R-G-R-E-T-A, golf.com, and on all of the social platforms at Dr. Greta Golf. It's pretty simple. That's fantastic. And you're in the Atlanta area, so if anybody's around there and they want to take some some lessons from Absolutely. a darn good golf instructor, then uh, just give her a hold. What Do you work at a specific course or? I teach out of a Steel Canyon Golf Club, which is in Sandy Springs. So anybody okay. familiar with the Atlanta area knows that's uh, just north of the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off I-75. Right. 285, yeah. 75. Yeah. We're yeah. very quaint, beginner friendly. It's one of the things I love. I've, you know, I've taught at several facilities in the metro area over the years. But mm-hmm. one of the real draws is that it's always nice to be um, attached to a, a, to a, a course where beginners are welcome. Yeah, very, very much so. Because again, the as we just mentioned in the last segment, sometimes golf does not appear very welcoming. 
Correct. To Correct. people who have yeah. are not familiar. Right. I mean, even the simple thing of what do you do when you pull into the parking lot? You know, you know, I it's it's if you look at things, you know, we've been playing golf a long time, John and Ben and golf, both of us. But yeah. when you look at things, and I was I was I, I was explaining this to one of my uh, clients the other day, and I said the reality is is that the more exclusive or you know a, a golf club, a golf facility you're in, the less signage there is. Mm-hmm. And she kind of thought for a minute and she was like, I say, yes, yeah, kind of like you if you if you're supposed to be here, you should know where everything is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And she's like, I never really thought of that. I said, yeah, we've all been there where, you know, we're heading to another tee box and it's like you're at this, you know, multifaceted intersection. And you're like, where, 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 where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah. No yeah. signage. And so the same thing can be said at the clubhouse. Right. You know, yeah. you, you pull in and that and what's next It's you know where do I put my bag, so on and so forth. So yeah, we're, we, we make it all pretty simple. It's, it's, it's really friendly. Our entire staff is friendly yeah. and it's a really nice entree to playing. I mean, be clear, lots of people that are far beyond um, beginners play, play with us with, with our location. We're in an ex, ex, exemplary location in terms of convenience yeah. and everything like that, but it is beginner friendly and that just, that makes it great. Yeah. Well, um, we're out of Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. yes. and just across the river is uh, Fuzzy Zeller's two two golf courses. Okay. okay, and his staff at Cover Bridge is so wonderful. When you pull into the parking lot before you're out of your car, there's somebody behind you in a cart. Mm, yes, ready to take your clubs, ask you if you've ever been here before, mm-hmm. explain the layout, explain what you should do next. We'll take your we'll take your clubs. We'll put them in the cart. We'll take it down. There's the pro shop. Have a good day. Have a good day. Hospitality, um, right? Yes. Hospitality for all, yeah. right? You, see, you yeah. know the other yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I I think that um, you know, as we you know work to it, it kind of change the face of golf, um, that's one of the things that you know is is, is really important. You yeah. know, as I said, I give the overt invitation to women using my website and other online um, um, things. But even anyone who's taken a lesson with me from the very beginning knows that one of the first things I say is welcome to golf. We are glad to have you and you belong here. I mean, it's very overt because we think, oh, well, they might, they must feel like they belong in this sport and all that stuff because they're standing in front of you. Not at all. Because unfortunately, Lots of people have had less than great experiences by the time they're they're on my lesson T or you know back on mm-hmm. on a lesson T. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that if that has happened, it's unfortunate. But the good news is, it's a new day. We're making it a new day. Yeah. And I want you to know that we're starting from scratch. We're starting fresh, and you're going to love golf. Especially with 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 students, I would imagine who have had a a history. Uh, of you know trying to play before yes. maybe trying to just jump in with with absolutely no instruction whatsoever exactly jumping golf, golf is not an easy game it is not an easy game but as you know but i also explain to them like i always tell people like here's the deal golf is is just physics wrapped up in a game yeah and so you know, because if, you, you know, if someone's been struggling or been, you know, dibbled and dabbled and, you know, the balls dribbled or maybe, you know, kind of bounced around. And then within 17 minutes, you know, the lesson, the ball is flying, yeah. you know, yeah. they'll mistake you from for a higher power. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm appreciative that you're appreciating what I'm helping you with here. But understand that this is just the basic the laws of ball flight. All the golf instructors learn them in day one of their golf yep. educational process. So I'm just helping you to see that. And I believe in information. I'm empowering you. I don't want my students to be out on the fairway and clueless about what may be going wrong. That to me is not good. That is not good golf education and good coaching. You may not be able to see it and fix it, but I want you to understand, like, I, you know, I am pulling this. So it must be one of these things. Mm-hmm. To me, that is more empowering than I, I don't know. I guess I better just send her a text because I got to get on this lesson. Team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't want that. So kind of all of these things to really kind of change the face of the perception. I think that's probably a more accurate descriptor of, mm-hmm. of golf. It is not the easiest, but it's, I'm also, you know, strive to be a myth breaker. It does not take a lifetime to become an, a, a good golfer. No, no, it does not. I have a, I have a grandson who was when <clears throat> I believe he was six mm-hmm. when I took him to a driving range with me mm-hmm. and he, he hit his first shot and I was friendly with the pro at the, uh, at the driving range mm-hmm. and he, he saw my grandson out there and he hit the first shot that, you know, dribbled. Yeah. And he came over and he went, Joe, buddy, hold it like this, swing like this, try it again. And he hit it 50 yards straight high in the air. That's right. He was hooked from the Absolutely. second time he swung that club. He was hooked. I and exactly. And, and I know that, you know, as I mentioned that helping people to fall in love is that's my mission. I know that when people see and feel the success of hitting a shot. Yeah. Golf is that is it's that hook, right? That's and it. so knowing and understanding how the golf, the biomechanics work, what makes the ball fly, you know, that's my job to know all the intricates, deep plane and all that stuff. Well, they don't care about all that stuff. No. It's my job to simplify that, help you uh, apply it so the ball flies, you have fun and you want to play golf for the rest of your life. That's that's it exactly, and and like you said, so if if you're out there in the fairway without you being next to them, then you know, and they hit it and it hooks to the left, mm-hmm. they know the two or three things they might have done wrong. Exactly, exactly, and, and can maybe work to fix it on right. their own, make an adjustment or you know compensate or something like that, but not just be totally ignorant of like I have no idea because you know most golf instructors have had that experience. We go like, so tell me a little bit what about what exactly what was going on in your round on Saturday. I don't know. Just the ball wasn't. You can like, can we narrow it down? Just a little bit, you know? <laughs> Were there any consistent flaws? Right, exactly. You, yeah. Exactly. Was it always, was it going left or was it going really left? Right, you know, well, <laughs> Really, really left. Okay. Okay. So now we're talking about where we're doing a little bit of hooking. Okay. Now we're yeah. narrowing it down. Narrowing yeah. And it did it, down. did it shoot off to the left immediately or did it? Exactly. Kind of just. Right. Was slowly. it off of this? Was it off of this part of the club or was it off of this part of the club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if we can narrow that down, whittle it down a little bit, um, we can go a long way. So I do like that um, because, you know, now even my, you know, my clients may even pick up their phone and, you know, through, through the, um, connected uh, coaching uh, platform I use. They may literally send you footage from the fairway going like, this thing is hooking pretty badly today, Coach Greta, but we'll talk about it on Tuesday. Having a great round, you know, which always makes me laugh, but hey, you're able to identify the problem and you're working through it as best you can. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever had to um, fix uh, a female student who was taught rudiments of golf from her husband incorrectly? 
probably about 10 hours a week. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And, and it, it's, it's interesting because that can go come in a bunch of ways. A lot of times, I mean, that's her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes you can see very clearly that what he said is absolutely incorrect. Yeah. But I mean, in comparison of no like and trust, she may know like and trust me a lot, but that's her husband. Exactly. You know, yeah. so we kind of have to break through that, which is why um, in those instances where there may be some resistance, because also at times when the, when the husband may come to the lesson, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not in the business of making anyone feel bad, but that's why I just lean on science. Right. So I explain very clearly, you know, with an iron, you know, this, you know, hybrids, even we are in the business of descending. We don't want to scoop. You know, I just explain things very clearly so that I'm not saying that he was wrong. I'm just saying that this this is how we make the ball fly. And a lot of times I would imagine those guys being real cool about the whole thing. Listen, <laughs> take it to heart and a lot. Maybe make some adjustments on their own game when they get And out. every now and then he books. He ends yeah. up booking as well. Yeah. 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 Because like I said, I'm not in the business of, you know, trying to prove someone wrong or right or anything like that. But I also understand relationships matter. That, that relationship is much deeper than ours will ever be. Oh yeah. So I respect and honor that. But I want to just you came to me and I and I and I do not take it lightly that people choose to invest their time and energy and resources to come to me. So I want to make it value packed. But I also will tell people I'm a scientist. I'm a social scientist. I believe in science and I understand that it's just physics. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lean on that as I explain things to you so you don't think that this is opinion. No, this is fact. If you want the ball to fly straight or you know draw a draw fade, whatever you're looking to do, this is how it's going to work. Yeah. Are you, uh, you mentioned the, the biomechanics, you, uh, Mike Adams and EA Tischler and those guys, you, you follow any of the stuff that, that they do? I am an, I am a research nerd. <laughs> I, you know, I used to not, I used to do it in secret, but I'm proud of it at this season of my life. I'm a research nerd. So yes, I enjoy constantly leveling up as, as an instructor. I mean, mm-hmm. And and interestingly, right, as we expand the the uh, the number of people playing golf, the diversity of the of people, mm-hmm. types, types, body builds, history, you know, sports history, lack thereof, um, limb difference, all of these things come into play. So you really need to understand these things. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. Jeff is a great proponent of that. Good friends with with Mike Adams and EA, and we've had them both on the show. Okay, we're going to have to put you in touch with Jeff when he gets back. You, absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, Tim. Well, love to talk together. Most years, I would be at the show, but a couple things went on, and I and I couldn't make it. But my team okay. is down there. But but I know, so it's it's an amazing time. So I look forward to that. Yes, it, 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 you, you guys get along great together. Um, just a little quick story going back to where you're saying the ex, the, the more exclusive the, the golf course, the mm-hmm. less signage. Two things we played in a scramble at, uh, I forget the name of the club here in town, but it's where uh, Justin Thomas's dad taught. Oh, okay. Justin Thomas learned to play golf. There, there are no signs. We spent many times trying to figure out, okay, where is the next tee? You know, because even the cart paths stopped. Exactly. You know, and it was it could like, be kind of scary. Yeah, it was like, where do we go from here? Yeah, so I mean, we we have some accessibility problems that we need to deal with. We also have another problem we need to deal with. It's very accessible. If you were to go right now to sportspodcastawards.com, 
It's an international competition, and they've looked at many thousands of sports podcasts, broke them down into specific categories because we were competing only against golf podcasts, not against the soccer podcasts or the football or baseball or MMA or whatever. We, we have been whittled down to the final eight, and those weekend golf guys is one of the final eight. So if you were to go to sportspodcastawards.com and vote for us, you can do it throughout the entire month of February right up until March 6th. We'd appreciate it. We've got a lot more with Dr. Greta from Dr. Greta Golf when we come right back. We are Those Weekend Golf Guys. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-4051. That's 800-705-4051. Again, 800-705-4051. It is us back again for a little bit. Yet those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. Jeff Smith, of course, at the PGA Merchandise Show. He's down there. He's giving lectures. He's teaching teachers to teach. That's what happens when you hit the top 100. They start taking advantage of what you know and make you share it with everybody else. So he's down there with his evangelical zeal, making everyone better at teaching golf and playing golf. And uh, he'll be back with probably a lot of stories next week here on those Weekend Golf Guys. But we still have our guest, Dr. Greta Anderson, with us from Dr. Greta Golf. And, and Dr. Greta, I want to tell you, we're talking about exclusivity in golf and, and how golf courses take themselves way too seriously. I have another story for you. Invited by a friend of mine who is the consummate, stereotypical old white guy in funny pants, who's a <laughs> member of the Louisville Country Club. Okay. He showed me where to how to get there. He gave me directions. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of the driveway entrance, there is no sign that says Louisville Country Club. There is a sign that says private, keep out. I'm so glad you mentioned that, John, because I was going to say, I mean, there are several places here. You know, I'm in Atlanta, you know, the seat of the old South as well. We were shooting some commercials and we were at Piedmont Driving Club. And I'm going like, I have driven past this thing so many times. (laughs) And there was a sign that was about the size of my telephone here. (laughs) Private. And I'm going Are you kidding me? This yeah. driveway that's about the width of my car. And then, of course, you come into it and it's this beautiful, absolutely breathtaking, you know, facility. And you you really don't want folks coming in here. No, they, they don't want anybody just stumbling upon the place. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. You know, it's, those are exclusive private facilities. However, the sport as a whole, we could shake off some of that. We're, we're going to have to because those guys are, are the mid-level private, ex- the guys who are trying to be exclusive, but have no business being exclusive. Yeah. They're losing money. They're losing their butts. Dr. Greta, fantastic to meet you. Fantastic conversation. I'm so happy you uh, were able to come on with us. And uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to have you back on again. I, that would be my great pleasure. It was great. Dr. Greta Anderson, drgretagolf.com, right? Yes. Did I pay attention? I did. You did? <laughs> It's fantastic. Thanks so much right. for having me, John. And, uh, and just a little self-promotion on our part. You know, we are one of the eight finalists for uh, Sports Golf Sports Podcast of the Year. Yeah. You yes. can go to uh, sportspodcastawards.com and vote for us early and awesome. We'd appreciate it. Dr. Greg Anderson, thank you again for spending time with us here on those Weekend Golf Guys. Thank you so much for having me, John. 
And remember, uh, next week, Jeff will be back. He will be regaling us with stories from the PGA Merchandise Show and showing us more ways to get out and have more fun playing some golf. <laughs>